Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. After the Padres took both ends of the doubleheader against the Cubs, our host Mike Janelle is proud to be hosting a program about a team that just beat the best team in baseball. San Diego comes into Chicago, takes two out of three, and the Chicago Cubs have lost their first series of the year. It's the Padres who get it done. Alongside Mike, we've got Bob Scanlon here to tell us about the way it used to be. Back when I played, yada, yada, yada. And rounding out the crew, proud to be planting your butt on some of our furniture, it's Annie Heilbrunn. You know, the couch is a little different for me, so I'm going to get used to it, but it's <laughs> I like it. I'm glad to be here. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bob Scanlon, and Annie Heilbrunn. Happy Thursday! How sweet it is! That was a good day yesterday for the Padres, huh? Welcome here to Petco Park, the AMR studio. San Diego gave it to Chicago yesterday. That was, uh, I mean, a lot of stories in the baseball world yesterday, but that was a big one. I mean, they that had was nice. Me, yeah, that was real yeah, that nice. Was awesome. Speaking of nice, nice to be on the couch here with Annie. Nice to be here with Scan. I made my, 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 you know, uh, debut on this show actually while she was hosting I actually didn't debut you heard my voice you had no, me but on you were you were guest. on yeah. yes so and social hour debut was yes. with Annie so we've, we've got a long history here together <laughs> and it's great to be uh, actually on the show with it's you. fun so it's to awesome. be here yeah. I'm a little disappointed that you don't have like Uh-oh. gloves or some kind of oh Bob went through on. like a wardrobe so prop stretch for a few weeks there I, th- I thought I'd get on, something I was working on something today and I came up a couple of pieces short I didn't want to go at it you know halfway so I appreciate that about Bob he's all or nothing. That's yeah. right. No yeah. half measures exactly. from Bob's We got to bring it all or not at all. Uh, we've got a great show today. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to have some fun, the three of us, but we have uh, Alex Dickerson Skyping in from Milwaukee. Good we'll get dude. to talk to him. Yes. He had that big pinch hit grand slam the other yeah. night. His first career home run. That was awesome. We're going to play Would You Rather with Bob Scanlon. That's exciting. Would what? you rather? Yeah, we're going to oh, find I'm out. I'm, uh, really? I'm waiting right. for this. The conversation <laughs> that's been tearing up Twitter all day, the uh, baseball movies. We're going to find out your guys' top three, your favorite baseball movies. We'll get to that later. And Beyonce's in town. She's playing at Qualcomm tonight. Blooper, you you booked her, I'm sure, right, for the show later? I had no idea she was even in San Diego. Seriously? Yeah, no. That is such a lie. No, I knew, she was, really? I knew she was coming. I had no idea it was <laughs> now. Jeez, so, I'm sorry. He's supposed to be on the cutting edge of all this stuff, That's what too. I thought. I figured he learned his man. lesson yeah. from Taylor Swift last year and his <laughs> failures there. And that he would be able to 
fix it for Queen Bay. So he's not no. making the adjustments is what you're no. saying. No, he's not. No. He would, he would no. fail. In the Way to just throw that yeah. in there. Way to yeah. get that in there, coach. Yeah. Yeah, baseball, yeah. baseball, baseball yeah. term. Yeah, baseball uh, Make sure to uh, let us know your disappointment that Beyonce won't be here using hashtag PadresSH or jumping on the conversation. We got Annie here. That's Come true. on. Oh, oh wow. Oh. That is the, quite the compliment. Yeah. Oh, you know, I can dance for you guys later. I can do some Beyonce. Oh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, we got that coming up later on. What about Beyonce's sister even? Like, we couldn't even get the sister, Jay-Z. I mean, any of that? We gave you a lot of <laughs> options, Bluefur, to work with, and we <laughs> came up empty came up with nothing I'm for sorry. Us. I'll keep working on Billy Joel. For yeah, we still have a couple days <laughs> yeah, for Billy Joel, I'll, I'll so work on that. We're going to have a piano on set here? I hope so, yeah. yeah the nice. construction's going on like crazy here behind us it's for the so set cool. on Saturday. Yeah, it's true. Very cool. But first, we got to talk about a little more of this doubleheader. We're not going to get this, uh, I don't think, too often, a uh, doubleheader sweep mm. over a team. I found the staff from the Cubs. The last team to go this long into a season before two straight losses, this is from Jason Stark of ESPN, the 1929 A's. So it's been a while, <laughs> and the Padres did it yesterday. To be honest, I thought yesterday before the first game, all right, it's been a good, hard-playing team, but this is going to be the turning point in a bad way. I thought the Cubs would sweep them. It'd be a downward momentum into Milwaukee. Maybe Dodgers or Giants would win a couple, and uh, the chasm would you know, increase in the NL West. Quite the opposite. So I, I was proven very wrong. It went from yeah. zero to 100 real quick it's yesterday. It's kind of depressing right there. But, yeah. <laughs> they so really turned it around. Yeah, right they lifted like, me up. You know what I liked? I liked about yesterday's games was you saw, you saw the bullpen have a great stretch in that first game. You saw Pomerantz have a great start. You saw the home run. You saw, you saw a little fundamental. You saw some of everything between the two games, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree with you. And also – a little bit of contribution from everybody, right? right? Yeah. I mean, first Brett Wallace makes the two errors in that game, and he comes back and hits the home run. We saw the grand slam by Dickerson. Travis Jankowski chiming in. Yes. I, I really loved yeah. what he did. Big fact, catch. Yeah, yeah. I thought that yes. was the turning point of the ball game. My favorite moment of that entire series was Jankowski making that catch yes. over his shoulder with two outs, two runners on. That could have blown that game open, but it kept the Padres close, and they come back and, of course, win that game. So it, I just thought it was a great team effort like yeah. you're talking about. Any particular favorite or big turning or critical <laughs> moments for you, Annie? I like that from Jankowski. I liked Bethancourt also con contributing. I thought those are two guys that you don't see – a lot in the lineups, but then they got in there and they changed the part, you know, they changed the momentum of the game. But I liked Pomerantz. I just thought, you know, here's a guy, fifth overall pick, has been through the adversity, has been starter, reliever, starter, changed teams, and he just mm. has been doing so well, 1.8 ERA through his seven starts, and, and just someone that when he takes the mound, you feel like they've got a shot, you feel like the Padres are going to be all right, that there's, you know, there's some momentum to him, and, and, and I like his, his mental makeup right now. Do you see that? You're a former pitcher. Absolutely. Nothing flusters the guy, no. right? I mean, he, he do, it doesn't matter. In fact, you look at his numbers with runners in scoring position, runners on base. They're well under 200 batting average against. He is making the big pitch when he needs to, and he's learned that softer is better, yeah. especially in the key clutch situations where when he first got called up, Andy, as you mentioned, the fifth-round overall pick, he liked to throw hard, and that was yeah. the big thing. i got to throw the ball by guys, and, and that's, that's normal, but he's figured it out, and he's got that big, nasty curveball, and it was a great matchup against the left-hand hitting uh, Cubs lineup, and it really able to shut some of those lefties down that have been doing a lot of the damage this year. And, uh, yeah, Andy Green, he's talked about it this entire time. The, the use of the curveball and the expansion of it yep. is really what's making yeah. him the difference. Um, and let me ask you this. Is Drew Pomeranz at this point the staff ace? Staff ace. Hmm. Uh, Hot know. takes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? You got him as the staff ace, Annie, or? I think it's early. I think it's early. I, th I think he's up there, right? I mean, he's someone that when he came onto the team in the offseason, I, I think it was kind of like, oh, how's he going to pan out? What's he going to be? And then you look at how it's been through the start of the season, and you're like, wow, this is so far. This is a good pickup. This is a guy who was a surprising addition that has worked out well for the Padres. And 
Is, uh, is, does that answer your question, Bob? Yeah, but I think I think he's shown both. So <laughs> yeah, a little on the fence. A little hedging no, there, yeah. I'm all in. He's the only guy right now every fifth time that I am 100% confident gives the Padres the best chance to win. He's yeah. had one rough I'm outing. I'm all in. I'm driving the bandwagon. Yeah, he's had r- one rough outing. Colin Ray has had the best single outing of any Padres so flirting far. flirting with the no-hitter. Yeah, yeah, but I think in terms of w- what you can count on every fifth day and also possibly giving you that big game that you need like right. he just did against the Cubs, I think he's he's the guy right now. Yeah. Well, let, we can appoint him that. Yeah, That's he's appointed. Fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Andy Green uh, <laughs> after the game yesterday, uh, continuing, I think he's more in my line. Andy Green really loving what he's seeing out of Drew Pomeranz every sure. day. Let's take a listen to what Andy had to say from what he saw at that 10-strikeout performance. Yeah, his stuff's legit. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, you just look at the curveball. You look at the way the fastball plays. Uh, he's a really good pitcher who's just been waiting for an opportunity like this to show everybody who he is. And uh, from the first day of the season, actually all the way through spring training, he was outstanding throwing the baseball. And uh, it was a great uh, mix between the curveball and the fastball day, mixing a couple change-ups, a couple cutters. But uh, mainly it was those two pitches, and it was, it was a very good mix. All right, so he, with Drew Pomerantz potentially the staff base and getting that mix involved, I want to ask you guys this now because some people were like me. They expected the worst out of the game yesterday or both games yesterday. Then I see people starting to change. And some people uh, before the game, you know, this is not a good team. They're going to get smoked by the Cubs, get the Milwaukee two losses. Then it's, oh, well, uh, they won the two, but, you know, this is the high point of the season. Don't get used to it, whatever. Right now, entering today's stuff, today's game against Milwaukee, Padres are two and a half games out. This is a team that a lot of people did not expect nationwide to make much noise this year. If you're a Padres fan, how should you be approaching this team right now? Are you thinking, hey, NL West is weak. We might be able to stay competitive, have a shot. Was yesterday the high point, and it's all downhill from here? <laughs> is it, hey, let's just enjoy the ride while we have it, don't ask questions? What, hey, what's you on the bandwagon? What, where what's you think about I want you to this? answer. It's just all downhill. Just everybody, uh, it's going to go just go a, terribly a lot, from here. A lot of the all fans right. on Twitter are <laughs> buying into that. I, process. I hear your point. I hear your point. There are people that are like, wait, wait, it was a kind of a fluke thing in Chicago, but I just think it's such a long season that you've got to take what happened in Chicago and go, all right, you know, I mean, enjoy it. It's cautious optimism. I don't, I don't know. En- enjoy the moments when they present yes. themselves. Real, I mean, honestly, I mean, when you look at what this team was really expected to do coming into the season, sure. the main focus, and this, this was not being hidden by the front office or anything, was, look, we're probably going to try to trade some of these guys. This is a transitional year. It's going to be a, this is a project. It's not a rebuild, but it certainly is it's a transitional. It's a build, as they it's like to say. It's a build. Like it's a transition. Yeah. It's a build, right? So mm-hmm. the fact that the rest of the division is completely underperformed and the Padres are still in the hunt, I think that's awesome. And Go enjoy with these it. moments. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got to also look at the overall plan, which coming into the season was, hey, they're probably going to try to move Kashner. They're going to try to move Shield. Right. They're going to try to move Norris, y- yada, yada, yada. Now, obviously, the longer the season goes and the more you're in the hunt, maybe right. some of those, those plans change. We'll wait and see. Right, best laid plans. If everyone yeah. else is going to play 500 ball, yeah. uh, why not keep right. it going? Yes. You never know. Yeah. And uh, you're in the race. Yeah. Still, I mean, enjoy it while it's here. If, if the only thing that you get out of a doubleheader sweep yesterday is – that was a mirage, then why even be a baseball fan? You know, the thing is also, and, and I, loved, I loved listening to Andy talk, all right? But was we, even, we all do. Get in line. But what was even cooler for me, and I always loved it, the background music going on. In right? the clubhouse? <laughs> Welcome to my house. Is, is uh, but you know what? Welcome to It brings yeah. back great memories as a player of when you win a baseball game at the major league level, you celebrate. Yes. There's 162 of them, and yet yes. every single time you win a game, you celebrate, and you crank that music up, yes. and you high-five everybody after the ball game. 
And you enjoy those moments. And I think the players, just as the fans, you know, sort of get it as, you know, who cares what's going on for the rest of the season? Sure. Let's enjoy this moment right now because what you just accomplished is something worth celebrating. And those were two good wins. Those were two strong Absolutely. wins. Some good wins, some good baseball. And I think that you have to celebrate that as well, that, all right, some things are clicking here. Some things are yep. working out for us. We're get, getting some things going. And, and, yeah, it would be to look f too far in the future, I think, would, would just completely defeat the whole purpose. Yeah, yep. but it's also just think that this was as good as it's going to get. Uh, again, what's the point? Enjoy it. You know, this is yeah. you know, enjoy it while it's here. Should be fun. A yeah. uh, couple tweets coming in already. Uh, at Taz Thomas one two three four Seth Foster. I'm still upset you couldn't get Taylor Swift last year. I wasn't even here yet, and I'm upset for everybody blooper that you couldn't pull <laughs> wow. that. Wow! Every time he tweets in, I think it's about me not getting Taylor Swift. It's the only time. That's the Iron Man streak. That's yeah. the only tweet he has. <laughs> uh, also, Ghost of Ray Kroc tweeting in important hashtag Padres SH poll. Best hair on today's episode. Oh Ooh, wow! I a battle. That's Thunder tough. Dome. That's advocate. tough. You, guys, you can't even. You I, I, mean, you I would guys, give it to you guys Scan are bringing the heat on the couch. Let me tell <laughs> Andy, you, this Andy's is, got it going on. I'm we've got some locks here uh, on social hours. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're known for that hair. All right. All right. When we uh, when we come back here in a little bit, we're going to get into some some movie talk. So get ready nice. for that. That's what everybody's okay. been talking about on Twitter all day. Cisco and Ebert. Right? Yeah. There we go. Get your thumbs ready and your stars. Yeah. First, a reminder: the next baseball night in San Diego is Saturday, May 21st, when the Padres take on the Dodgers at 7:10. Stay after the game for post-game fireworks Woo. set to tunes from Justin Timberlake. He's got his new summer banger coming out. It's going to be a good show. Get tickets today at Padres.com. Yeah, it's a banger, baby. Get ready. <laughs> when we come back, find out uh, what the best baseball movies ever are, at least according to us. This is Padres Social Hour. <laughs> Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Here in the AMR studio, Padres in Milwaukee looking for their first three-game winning streak of the season, of course, after winning both games of the doubleheader yesterday. Uh, also, the series finale uh, winless streak, that came to an end. They were 0-10 in series finales this year. That's yeah. gone. Right. They were playing poorly in day games this year. They got to win yesterday. Very good uh, all around. Slate, all yes, over the yeah, place, just, yeah, just all of it on the road. Midwest, that's the place to be, I guess, for these <laughs> guys. Uh, a big reason for winning both of those games yesterday was uh, our hero of the, usually it's the game, but it was the day yesterday, and it was Fernando Rodney. Uh, he, of course, came in and saved game one, and then he came in and saved game two in a place where last year he kind of uh, got a bit of the, uh, not the fountain of youth, but really recovered some of his uh, good performance after really, I mean, really struggling in Seattle the first half of the year. So, uh, I mean, a great job by him. A lot of people were skeptical that he'd be the, more the Seattle Fernando than the Chicago Fernando when he came by here this year for the Padres. But I've said it all year on this show. I think he's going to be in the All-Star game. I think he's back on track. I think this is the guy that we saw back in the early part of the decade. I think he's, he's locked in. I think he's, he's a safe closer now. Thoughts? I always think when, it, when especially a guy like a closer, comes to a new team, there is some hesitation over whether he'll be comfortable, he'll fit, he'll be able to do what he does. Especially a else. guy like him. Exactly. There is. There's like that little, you know, edge of, uh, I love what I'm seeing out of Fernando Rodney. I don't know. I like his swagger. I like his comfort. I like who he is. Who he is off the field is the same as who he is on the field. He's just, 
he's laid back, he's, but, you know, intense, but he's having fun out there, which I like. It's fun getting to know him because he is the classic guy you hate when he's on yes. the other team, but then <laughs> he's on your team, you find yeah. out there's a lot more to this guy than meets the eye, and he's doing a great job. What's really been impressive to me is the quality of his changeup. It's been absolutely filthy. The fastball's still there. He can still rush it up there, but the command that he's had of that, that changeup and to be able to start it on the strike zone, drop it onto the plate, and get all these swings and misses, that's been the big differentiator yeah. for him, and I don't see that going away anytime soon. So, so far, so good. Yeah. And to have two, you know, shoot the arrow twice yesterday, to have two good saves <laughs> right. right there. Yeah, I mean, kind of blocked. I, are we going to talk about, about, about that? that? Because <laughs> yeah, because we, let's, and let's just yeah. say a thank you to the hero of the game. Mm -hmm. It's uh, brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. So earlier in the year, the big baseball story, <laughs> Bryce Harper, make baseball fun again. Guys like Goose Gossage, oh, you shouldn't fl bat flip and all that stuff. And a lot of the old timers, I think, don't like that that fraternization with the enemy. So Ben Zobrist yesterday in the second arrow goes to block it. He used to play with Fernando and Will Myers right. in Tampa, so yeah. they're all good friends. Yep. Bob, where do you, we'll start with you as the Major League uh, player here on the set. Uh, where are you on that? You just lost <laughs> two games. You just got swept <laughs> by a last place team. Why are you trying to have fun out there on first base? Because you've got the best record in, the, in all of Major League Baseball, all right? You're crushing people. It's Shouldn't not that hold you to a higher standard? No. A higher standard, you're having fun out there. That's a former teammate of yours. He comes up, he gives them the block, and I then he gives them the high five afterwards, right? Yeah. They're smiling. <laughs> it's, not, it's not disrespectful to anybody. It's, hey, man. Great job. And especially when it's a former teammate facing a pitcher, you feel like, you know, you got a little bit of this going. Mm -hmm. And, and you, you smack talk a little bit. You know, hey, yeah. if I ever face you, I'm going to be looking for that fat. You right. know? So I thought it was all in good fun. No, no harm, no foul. I thought there was a good element of risk. I thought it was done respectfully. I yeah. thought it was done, uh, you know, giving him the nod, but still having some fun with it. But yep. then the high five afterwards, I thought was like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's a little, little bow to him there that, all right, you got us, you know. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. I'll, I'll, go through, I'll have to go through Cubs fan Twitter, see how many of those people were like, Zobris, what are you doing? We yeah. just lost two, you know, get me out of here or get us out of here or whatever. Um, all right, so that was good. And I want to ask you, too, about um, – John Lackey yesterday mm. barking at Christian Bethencourt after that home run stare down. Yeah, you know, I, I think Lackey is always a very verbal guy under any circumstances, and so it didn't surprise me that, that he was barking after this because he knows he hangs the curveball, right? And I don't know that he's not yelling at himself as much as he's yelling at – No, that was he's yelling at Bethencourt. No, That's, he, he I mean, is, but because he's not running it out. He looked at it. He was, I, I get it. But we've seen John Lackey yell at his managers. We've seen him yell at teammates. <laughs> yeah. We've seen him yell at umpires. We've seen him yell yeah. at himself. He's yelling at Bethencourt right there because he knows he, he made a bad pitch. But the guys – I get it. If I'm Bethencourt, am I keeping that in mind? Absolutely. I, I mean, didn't – I didn't mind the moment because I felt like they both got it out. Like, I thought Bethancourt waited a while to take his trot. So, and then I thought, like, I thought he got his piece out there, too. He yelled at him. I'm, uh, I, what I didn't like was after the game when he said, oh, I'm going to remember that for next time. You know, how many home runs does this guy have? I've got a great memory. Because I felt like, look, you guys got it out on the field. Do you have to keep it going? It was a little West Side Story for me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sharks and Jets. <laughs> like, just keep it going. You know, I know, but he's, that's the He's like, you know, <laughs> shots fired. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a long memory. He'll learn. That was yeah. Lackey about Bethancourt. Yeah, yeah, you know what, Lackey? I mean, <laughs> then don't give up the home run. Don't hang the curveball. Yeah, right. You know? And I thought that. Bethancourt can stare it down all he wants. And he yelled at him on the field. So I felt like they both got their little mood, you know, their thing in there, you know? I yeah, which I thought was fun. But I think both guys will remember because you yeah. do remember that kind of stuff. No question about it. I yeah. had an incident once where a guy 10 years later, we, we had a discussion about a moment like that. So, 
It, it carries. No, and I grudge is there, Scan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It runs deep, Manny. I love Beth and I love the swag. I love it. He's the one guy on this team, I think, that can really deliver that stare down, that little uh, walk after. That's who John Mackey is, though. I'd be disappointed if it wasn't that way, and we'll see if there's any carryover. But yeah, I don't mind the swag either. I like a little... I don't know. He wasn't like throwing the bat 20 feet in the air. He no, but he, he, he stood he there. Oh, no, he admired no. it, man. He it was, a, it was a nothing, no. nothing game in the fifth. I he mean, admired that's, that's it. A big, Look, if I'm John Lackey, I'm doing the same thing. That's what I mean. Right? I'm just going to be honest exactly. with you. Exactly. Like, he, I thought he stared at a little it too like long, a man. personally. I, he owned me. I wouldn't be barking at him like that. Hey, you know what? I, I hung it. I you hit it. Start running the bases. Start running. That's what I say. Start running. All right. I know where this next fastball is going. Buzzing the towers. No, no. Rib cage, baby. Rib cage. Oh, rib cage. Oh, okay. Right in the ribs. Oh, yeah. That will hurt. That will hurt. All right. Earlier today, and this dates back to yesterday because we rookie of the year came up when talking about the Cubs, the old 90s baseball movie where the kid, Henry Rowan Gardner, becomes a Cubs superstar. And I put a poll out about the best – 90s kids baseball movie, basically. Sandlot, Rookie of the Year, Little Big League. Sandlot ran away with it, 85% of the vote. But so many people voted, the most voted on poll I ever had on my handle. And then people kept saying, well, wh where's The Natural? Where's Field of Dreams? It's like, guys, this was just for you know, a very specific subset of baseball movie. But I thought, let's talk about that today then, since people were so clamoring for it. And we're debuting something new here. I'm going to call it for now the Thursday Three. Okay. So every okay. Thursday, we're going to have a list, top three this, top three that. Maybe it'll last, maybe it won't, but we why do not like Chuck Woolery when you did two and two, we can go three and three. That's Is predates, that, that predates my time, Bob. So. All right, oh, sure. Why love not? connection <laughs> means wow. nothing to you. All right. So basically, I asked, I asked, yeah, Tinder is my love connection these days. There's no more TV shows. Now we're going wow. somewhere completely yeah. Yeah, exactly. different. Yeah. So yeah. reel this back in. <laughs> Hurry right. up. So uh, basically, I asked on Twitter today for hmm. people to send us their top threes, and we got so many, but I wanted to ask you guys, and we'll start with Annie, ladies first, mm. your top three baseball movies. No restrictions. Okay. What do you got? Where's the popcorn, by the way? Number one. I'll work on it. The Sandlot, because, duh. Number two, Bull Durham, because it's completely inappropriate, but it's also a good movie, and I just, I just got some great liners in there. And three was um, A League of Their Own. I, okay, I'm a softie. A little nostalgia there. You know, it's actually an important time. Tom Hanks, come on. Oh, makes all sense, right. makes yeah. sense. Those are all great choices, and I yeah. had a lot of similar ones. It's so funny, you were talking about the rookie, and I remember I was actually playing with the Cubs when they were filming that, and my roommate at the time was our bullpen coach, starred in that, didn't star in the movie, but he was in the movie. That's awesome. As an extra, yeah. <laughs> I so totally I, I forgot about that, that overlap of time. That. And yeah. League of Their Own also, they filmed at Wrigley. See, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and I remember walking into the clubhouse one day, and there's Madonna in her outfit, standing there. It's like, oh, this is pretty how do you, cool. How do you not think that's cool? Right, exactly. Yeah, so a lot of good memories. Did you ever talk to Madonna? You get any interaction? I, no, I didn't get no. any interaction with her. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, I know, I know. I was that was like the peak of her fame, it too. It was, I know. I felt like I was a little out of my league. Okay? So oh, yeah, you were, you she was in a league of her own. You were yeah. in a league of your so own. I get it. Well done. I get it. So movies. So i got to go with number one that wasn't on her list, The Natural. Big fan of The Natural. Robert Redford, I think it's a great combination yes. of baseball reality with some fantasy in it that doesn't go overboard with it. Yeah. So I, I really love that movie. And a great soundtrack. Good soundtrack. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he got, goes up there with the, the bat at the end that's made by the, the – so I think it was really good. Right. A lot of I love that one. Number two, I love Bull Durham, partly because when I first saw it, I was in the minor leagues at that time, and a lot of the <laughs> stories that were going Close on are things that actually yes. happened, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is a great <laughs> recreation of what goes on. Max Patkin, the, the clown prince of baseball, is in that show, and he had just been in our town, so a lot of connections there. And the final one, uh, Sandlot, just like you. Love Sandlot. How do you not love How do you not a, a love Sandlot? Yeah, with the kids and they're playing yeah. and Benny the Jet and so you know, it's a feel-good. And, and my fours and fives, 
League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. Love that one. And also a movie called Sugar. Just so you know, if you haven't seen it yet. This is cool. Right? Do- yeah. yeah, it's a great it's a movie. One. It really gives you a great taste of what it's like for these young uh, Dominican kids to come in uh, in, in the United States. Which is interesting. My, yeah, very much what so. What do you got, Mike? Uh, my top three, Rookie of the Year, number three. I was about the age when the kid that the kid was when it came out. So for me, that hit close to home that okay. I could somehow make the major leagues. That's a free team. <laughs> okay. uh, Sandlot, awesome. number two. That's the only one that the three of us all share. Okay. And uh, Field of Dreams, number one. I cry at the end every time, and James Earl Jones' monologues, I mean, it, it does it for me all I have the time. to confess, wow. I have never seen Field of Dreams oh. in its entirety. Bob, Stun. we are having movie night, this you and me, this no. weekend. Wait, did you I'm start not. it and then go, eh, not into it? So I started it. Okay. And about 20 minutes into it, the phone rings. I'm in my hotel room, right? right and I pick it up, and it's my pitching coach telling me that I've just gotten traded. Oh. To the Cubs. So I wow. actually said, you know what? I don't want to get traded anymore. I'm, I'm never going to watch that, again. I've never watched that movie. So uh, until I'm ready to get traded, I'm not watching that <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> Well, you're going to be on this couch hopefully I'm happy for a here. while. I don't so. go anywhere. Yeah. We'll get you watching this. <laughs> How did no up? one pick Major League? That's that, the best. That was, like, among all the fans on Twitter today, that was the most common thread. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. People love Major League. I like it too. It would maybe be my number four or five, but I just like not it. My I don't love three. it. It's like a top five. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Favorite movie like is baseball or not? Like it's unbelievable. All right, so that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> okay. bloopers. I'm gonna put a poll out right now, uh, and it's gonna have the three of our movies recapped, and it's gonna be uh, you can pick whether you're with Team Annie, Team Scan, or Team Janella. So head to my handle at Mike Janella. Let us know whose Thursday three was the best three. Can I throw and one we'll more that's that. it's worth seeing. It's not really baseball genre at all, kind of, but it, but it's Cobb. Have either of you guys oh, okay. seen the movie Cobb? About I have Ty not, Cobb? no. It's baseball but no. it's more, it's, it's, hey, if you're a baseball fan, it's a All great right. personal interest story along with baseball. So anyway. Look at you throwing them out there. I like that. I like it, yeah. Bob, the, rec- <laughs> Bob <laughs> the recommender. I like it. Um, all right, uh, so again, at Mike Janella, vote in the poll. We'll see uh, who, had the best, uh, who had the best Thursday three with our fans on Twitter today. In the meantime, join us for Pride Night at Petco Park on Saturday, May 21st, hosted with San Diego Prides Out at the Park event. Enjoy a night of mingling and baseball as the Padres host the Dodgers at 710. With the purchase of a special theme game ticket package, you'll give a donation to San Diego Pride and receive a Pride-themed Padres rally towel. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. When we come back, we're talking 20 strikeout pitching performances. I bet you get a good kick out of that one, Bob. We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. 5-10 is the first pitch between the Padres and the Brewers. The Pods have uh, James Shields on the mound facing the Brewers for the first time. He's, that's the only team he has not faced in his big league oh, career. Nice. I thought Check that's it cool. Off. Completing yeah. the puzzle. Yeah. Very cool. cool. And the only ballpark he hasn't faced in is Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. But so, I mean, that's when you're around that long. You yeah. figure <laughs> just start, you know, playing bingo and get your, <laughs> your boxes full. That's yeah. cool. That's great. Uh, people coming in on Twitter had hashtag PadresSH. Uh, Jellyman wants to know why we haven't mentioned the movie 42, the Jackie Robinson story. Yes. We, have, we don't have time to mention every good baseball movie. Those are just our favorite three, and the poll will be open for the duration of the show. So but uh, a if great we miss movie. one of your favorites, maybe but yeah, the, the most important one. story, the most historic right. one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the real life is better than the movie. Exactly. You can't right. I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it was difficult yeah, right. to keep up with uh, the story. Cranky, That's a great point. Cranky Ed tweeting in uh, about uh, a pickup. Yeah. A pickup the Padres made Hector Sanchez, uh, the catcher, coming over from after the White Sox DFA'd him. Uh, why did the team pick up another catcher trying to corner the market? Not sure yet. Maybe that portends a move down the road. But we can report that we saw Christian Bethencourt taking grounders at third base today in Milwaukee. Hmm. 
during BP. So Andy Green, maybe the, the wood's burning a little bit. Well, it has to because oftentimes as a manager, you don't get to choose your roster mm -hmm. all the time. Sometimes pieces are handed to you and you have to work with them. You know, uh, mm -hmm. and so here it is. You're going to yeah. have three catchers figure it out. You start figuring out, okay, can Derek Norris play some first base? Check. Can we put somebody else over third base to cover? Some? So you start looking at all the options, and you ask yeah. the guy, look, have you ever had a glove on your, on your hand that isn't a catcher's glove? Where'd you play? Now let's start taking some balls right. out there. While you yeah. have those injuries going on in the infield, maybe exactly. that's just yeah. what you yeah. figure out. That's so, it. yeah, we'll exactly. see. No one's really sure what that move is yet down the road, but, yeah, all the three catchers, that's not going to last for long. We just don't know how yeah. it's going to shake out. All right, let's take a look at today's pitching matchup. We mentioned James Shields in Milwaukee for the first time. It's brought to us by Water and Sports Physical Therapy, the official physical therapist of the San Diego Padres. So you have James Shields, who I was reading today. Uh, this is a fun dichotomy. He's never had a losing season in the big leagues. Jimmy Nelson, his counterpart, has never had a winning season in the big leagues. James is 1-5 right now. Nelson is 4-2, and two, so their pads are potentially going in different directions. Uh, very quickly, Bob, what do you see James uh, trying to do tonight after his last couple of Well, he's of trying to keep the, the ball in the ballpark tonight, really. And I'm not just getting on James because he's given up home runs in the past. But this offense for the Milwaukee Brewers, look, they're, they're in a rebuild, and they've announced it. But at the same time, they can slug. Right. These guys have scored more runs in the month of May than any other team in Major League Baseball. So these guys can flat out hit. They've got some power guys. Ryan Braun's having a great season. So got to keep the ball down. you got to mm -hmm. keep it in this ballpark where the ball loves to jump. And against Nelson, he's put up some nice numbers. Uh, and you know he's going to get some run support. So we'll see what happens. And uh, but really, this pitching staff for the Brewers, as good as the offense has been, the pitching has been the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. They've got the, the highest ERA in all of Major League Baseball. Good chance so. for the Padres to potentially wake up well, the bats it, we big time. Might see a lot of runs here. Right. In, in hopefully, uh, hopefully for the pods yeah. in their direction. Um, that's Water and Sports Physical Therapy, San Diego's leader in aquatic and land therapy with seven convenient locations. Visit waterandsportspt.com. Now, the big story in baseball yesterday, even bigger than the Padres sweeping, Max Scherzer. 20 strikeout game, fifth time that's happened in big league history, fourth guy to do it, and only the fourth time it's happened in nine innings. Bob, as, a, as someone who has been to the mountaintop of Major League Baseball, you see a performance like that yesterday, and your first thought as it's happening is? I've seen this before, believe it or not. I mean, I was actually a member of the Houston Astros ball club when Kerry Woods punched out 20 of my teammates. Wow. So I was sitting right. there in the bullpen that, before, that day yeah. watching this guy <laughs> mow us down like a man amongst boys, <laughs> and I, I was... Reminded of that last night, Max Scherzer, he's, he's absolutely unbelievable. And when he's got his stuff going on, this is just a reminder that, look, it doesn't matter if you, how good a hitter you are yeah. on a given night. This guy can shut you down. 20 strikeouts is absolutely incredible. And, uh, hey, it, I, I love watching these types of performances. And the reason is because you've got this one-on-one -on -one matchup, and he is just dominating guy after guy after guy after guy. And through the lineup, and you just can't figure him out. Like, you just can't get yeah. on top of it. There's nothing to figure out. It's right. by yes. you. Right, <laughs> yes. It's like, exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you, you this. You can't blink. Scherzer, yeah. he goes, some games he walks a bunch, some games he gives up a bunch of home runs, <laughs> but he's got two no-hitters now. He's been a strike away from a perfect game. He has the 20-strikeout game now. You mentioned just very quickly right there, Bob, when he's at his best, when, he, when every pitcher in the big leagues, say every guy in the big leagues, is at their absolute best, who do you think is the best? If you were guaranteed their A1 prime stuff that day. Well, that's an interesting question. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, if you just want to talk about guys who are the best in the game right now, obviously I think you have to look at Jake Arrieta, and, and you've got to look at Scherzer. Um, but who is best on one given night when he has all his stuff going? Uh, obviously it's tough to not go with a guy like Scherzer, yeah. uh, you know, a guy like Jake Arrieta. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are absolutely dominant out there. And, you know, to, to pick one, tough to do. But Scherzer just showed you, look, 
20 strikeouts. That's not I think it's, people I think it's, it's him. By guys. I think it's him. Yeah. I think it's him. He's shown it time and again that yeah. with, when he's got the strikeout stuff, the other guys just don't have when he is completely locked in. Uh, Clayton Kershaw's not too bad either when he's got his good stuff going. Yeah, I tossed that. I think from Buster, <laughs> like, Buster only today, I think he said uh, it's three straight starts now for Kershaw of at least 10 strikeouts and no walks, and no one's done that four times since like 1883 yeah, or something. But the thing is, with Kershaw also, it's every three or four days you're coming up on the new historical stat yeah. that's been going on for about yes, six or seven that's years so now. True. I still, yeah, <laughs> that's I still so think true. Scherzer at pe- peak Scherzer, I think, is the most dominant because he's just got the filthy stuff that these other guys don't quite have. And they're just so locked in. They're just yeah. so mentally sound when they're up there. It's, it's pretty cool to watch. All right. Um, I'm actually going to, and this was an idea Blooper gave me today. We're going to put up another poll. The movie poll is just for this show while you guys are here. Okay. But this one we're going to leave up until tomorrow and talk about it in that show. Which would you rather see live at a baseball game? A 20 strikeout game. It's happened five times in the big leagues. A perfect game. It's happened 23 times. A four home run game. 16. Or an unassisted triple play. And he got a preference. Uh, I'm going to go perfect game because I do think that there is some kind of you're following it throughout the game. You're sort of waiting. You're, you know, it's, it's taking you through. It's like a little storyline. You know, is it going to happen? Is, is someone going to get a hit? What's going to happen here? So I like, the, I like the perfect game. I like the momentum that it brings with it. See, I'm, I'm on board with her on that one, but I'm going to go in a different direction. I like the 20 strikeout game mm-hmm. only for one subtle little difference, and that's because it is such complete because total dominance. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because yeah. you can throw a perfect it's game true. or no hitter and yeah. give up some hard hit balls and you get some diving plays behind you. You can actually have a quote unquote lucky no hitter, so to speak. You can't get lucky punching out 20 right. guys. That's just, I'm coming at you. You can't hit it. You can't even put it in play. Right. And, and so for me, He's that's something special. You can't touch this. Right, exactly. I'm the four home runs. Maybe I just like offense, but it's that <laughs> thing of it's one guy. It's an event. <sighs> it's like, all right, when's he coming up next? How many batters till he's back in the, in yeah. the order? Uh, then when he gets those three, he gets to number four. Can, can he do it? Can he do it? For me, that's a that's true the child of the PED era. Yeah, <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> 90s baby. Yeah, Blooper, you're, and of Blooper, offense you rules everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. perfect game. Uh, perfect game. Yeah, yeah I, perfect game, no doubt. All right, uh, we're still waiting for you to throw a perfect show one of these days. So uh, I keep coming. <laughs> wow. wow, there's some high heart. Wow, yeah. wow. you realize he's yeah. running yeah. your Mike, stuff, there you Mike. Yeah, like he's yeah, in I'm complete control <laughs> right here. We're, yeah. we're on show number 453, and it hasn't happened yet. No, so. if Beyonce shows up before the end of today, uh, then I'll reconsider. Um, all right, happen. so my, my poll's up on that. <laughs> Search hashtag PadresSH or my handle again. We'll have that up all day until tomorrow. Let us know what you'd want to see most at a live game. This just announced the first post-game Way Back Wednesday concert oh! will be a live DJ set by DJ Snoop Adelic, presented by Budweiser June 8th after the 1240 Padres game against the Braves. Come for the baseball action. Stay for the post-game <laughs> performance by DJ Snoop Adelic. Tickets at Padres.com oh slash promotions. You better be there, Scan. Snoop and Biz Baseball. <laughs> yeah, it's going to awesome. be good. And when we come back, Alex Dickerson skypes in from Milwaukee. This is Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour here in the AMR studio as the Padres are getting set for that game one of the series in Milwaukee against the Brewers. And now, why not go to Milwaukee? Joining us on the Cholula hotline, Skyping in from Milwaukee, it's Alex Dickerson. Alex, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, this is the first time that we've had a player actually Skype in. So where does this rank on your list of career accomplishments? It's got to be pretty high up there. 
Yeah, it's, a, it's all the way at the top right here. Oh, you don't have to flatter me. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, no, obviously, I mean, a great couple days for you. That uh, The sweep yesterday, obviously, for the team, but a real career accomplishment. That pinch hit grand slam, your first career homer a couple nights ago. I get it. It came in a loss, and I know you athletes always say, hey, if it's not in a win, does it matter? But you had to be stoked for that one in the moment. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. You always, you know, you you want to hit a home run in the major leagues. You want it to be a big one and having a grand slam, you know, kind of the biggest accomplishment you can have. Like I said, uh, like you just said, if, if it came in a win, it would have been that much better. But it was an awesome moment for me. Uh, family, friends, everybody texted me after the game. It, it was probably the highlight of my career to this point. How much were you getting blown up? Like how many texts or emails or, you know, social media messages are we talking here? Uh, luckily, I'm not on social media, so Smart I skipped man. <laughs> over that part. Um, I opened my phone up to 35 texts, probably got up to around 90 within the hour after the game. Wow, nice. Uh, and I saw you. You got pretty jacked up there, obviously. You got you guys within a run at the time, but you're a pretty laid-back guy. It was uh, interesting to see the fire come out of you right there once you crossed home plate. How often do you get to that side of you in, on the field? Uh, it doesn't happen often. So, yeah, you saw a <laughs> side of me that I have no control of. It's kind of like a Hulk mechanism. Something big <laughs> happens. Uh, quite a, a really loud, wriggly crowd in a big moment. And, uh, yeah, I, I was fired up. I barely remember that part. I kind of blacked out. Uh, luckily, there's replays that I'm sure you'll be watching, you know, over and over for as long as you need to. Um, then the next day, yesterday, in the doubleheader, you get your first career start in the big leagues. It's at Wrigley Field. I mean, of all the places to do it, were you overwhelmed, nervous, anxious? How did that go down for you? Um, well, I didn't sleep much after the homer the night before. It was a lot of adrenaline pumping. So, I, I mean, I was I was just trying to ride on the copy, you know, had a long doubleheader and a noon game and just tried to focus up. A uh, little bit of – still had a lot of adrenaline going, a little bit of nerve, nerves cut, kind of rolling in there, in and out throughout the game. It's a real loud, tough place to play and uh, – no, it was exciting for me. It was an awesome place to really make a mark in my career. First career start, first career home run. And, uh, you know, it was awesome to be able to sweep that doubleheader against a team that was really rolling. Yeah, I mean, you guys, uh, one of the great stories around baseball yesterday, you get that both games. Take us inside the clubhouse. What was the, the clubhouse like right afterward, the trip to Milwaukee? I mean, you guys had to be just flying high. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we have been now for a couple series that just we're playing really good baseball. And that's all you can really ask is, you know, getting there and putting yourselves in positions to win. And we've been doing that all the way through this point and facing some tough teams along the way. And the Cubs are about as hot as anybody taking taking two and a double headers hard against any team and doing it against them. is real special. So we, we're as confident as any team out there right now that we can, you know, really roll with this, get into first place. Now, we were talking about this the last couple days, and then we'll move past the doubleheader here in a second, but it was a day-night doubleheader, so you guys had like three and a half hours between the games. Do you guys, as a group of players, like that much free time in between to nap or get therapy or whatever, or would you rather have just played two straight back-to-back? -back? No, we're wired to try to roll through two in a row. It's, it's, it's tough to get up for two games. I think that's why you always see doubleheaders for the most part. They're normally split doubleheaders. Uh, normally each team gets one because it's, it's hard to ride the high of you know winning that first one and trying to reamp yourself up for that second one. So it, it was a long, long time laying off for a little bit. Uh, 
something that I wasn't used to, and I think a lot of guys aren't really used to with that day-night doubleheader. You just don't see it too often. So, you know, you kind of have to reset the battery. Some guys take a nap. A lot of guys play cards. You have a meal, maybe two meals, and just trying to burn some time and then, then trying to get yourself ready for that second game. Hey, whatever you guys did, it worked yesterday, so good job with that. Uh, question I wanted to ask you, Alex, now moving forward. Uh, Travis Jankowski, I heard or I read him in a story earlier this month, the uh, same question. A lot of people may argue, isn't it better to get some everyday at-bats and be starting at AAA than to be up here at the big league level where you're maybe spot starting or pinch hitting? But tell me from your shoes, what is it that you can learn in your role up here with the big league club that you just can't in El Paso or somewhere else? It's the atmosphere. It's getting used to this kind of atmosphere and this kind of quality pitching on an everyday basis. It just doesn't exist in AAA, and uh, you really can only learn it here. The only way you get better and get more accustomed to, you know, playing in front of massive, really loud crowds, to getting into tough situations that you know you need this ball game, you need a win. The only place you're going to do it is in the big leagues. So uh, I, I totally agree with him. Where I, I do think you get a lot more quality even if it's not as much quantity in at bats the, the quality of them the focus it's such a fine focus up here and uh you just got to make it all count now for you personally what's the biggest perk of being in the big league something away from the baseball field what have you been loving being back here with the big club the most uh i enjoy the hotels real nice <laughs> hotels your own room uh get room service now and then kind of spend some money and uh that, that's probably my favorite perk yeah, no, I dig it, man. A lot better than the places I'm staying whenever I'm on the road. I guarantee it. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about right. Alex, hey, you guys got a chance now uh, against Milwaukee to really get some momentum going. So best of luck, and thanks for taking the time and, and Skyping in with us. We really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right. That was Alex Dickerson uh, Skyping in from Milwaukee on the Cholula Hotline. Uncapped real flavor with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We're going to come back in just a little bit with some more Padres Social Hour, taking you up to Padres and Brewers a little bit later on. Don't go anywhere. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. About 20 minutes away from first pitch, Padres at the Brewers. We've got a couple polls running concurrently. So far in the movie poll, 40% of people are on Team Annie. Oh. They love your top three the most. Nice. Uh, Keep scan it going, your, guys. Scan your right behind her at 33%. <laughs> I'm at 27. And uh, for what you most want to see live at a baseball game, maybe this is Padres fans uh, slanting the vote, but 79% would rather see a perfect game than a 20K game <laughs> or a four-home game. They're waiting for it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> anticipating, right? Yes. Exactly. So it should be fun. Uh, hopefully it will come someday. Uh, maybe tonight on the road would suck, but hey, you take it when you can. Uh, James Shields uh, has this lineup supporting him, and it's presented by United, proud partner of the San Diego. Padres. So John Jay in center, Will Myers at first, Matt Kemp in right, Brett Wallace, who's been scorching hot since starting as a third base, Melvin Upton Jr. in left, Derek Norris catches and bats sixth, with Alexei Ramirez shortstop batting eighth, Jose, Jose Perella at second base after that, and Shields batting ninth. Annie, you get the uh, t task of taking on Blooper today, who now in the Supercuts head-to-head -head challenge leads 14-11 to 11 after picking Drew Pomeranz yesterday. He had that awesome second game. It paid off the risk of only going with a pitcher and a doubleheader. Wow. But it worked out. <laughs> and he gets the first pick today. Oh, oh come on. I'm going to go uh, Brett Wallace. He had a really <laughs> oh. long home run in Milwaukee last year. So 
<laughs> All right, that. and the roof is open. We'll see if the air has any effect on that. So, Annie, this is your chance to end a two-game losing streak for the couch. I'm going to go Matt Kemp. He's got some 25 RBIs, doesn't he? Something like that. He's doing well. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we're gonna and throw she's that three, in. two for two already. Right. Tonight. She's got the best <laughs> movie. She's got the best hair. I think she yeah. just made the best pick also. So and she's the Blue only person trouble. yet this year who has yet to lose to Blooper. Nice. Everyone else on this challenge has been on uh, and at least <laughs> lost once. I'm going to hire you to be it's my agent. It's 1-0. It's 1-0, but Frodo hasn't won yet. And Frodo, yeah. Frodo so has yeah, not won Brady yet. Phelps was on yesterday. <laughs> Frodo has the uh, worst record, 0-3. Wow, Brady? Annie at a thousand. Thousand percent winning percentage. Has Brady made you pancakes yet? Has nope. He brought Brady. a stale ones yesterday. Like, what? come on, dude. No, he See, needs to do it yeah, here. Like, yeah, right yeah. here. We're yeah. waiting. Watch the magic happen. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. So it's Kemp versus Wallace in today's Supercuts head-to-head -head challenge. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to put the cherry on top of this episode of Padre Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Well, I don't think we're getting Beyonce today, so don't what? hold your breath if you oh. have been. It's the only reason yeah. I came on today. Yeah, I know. You and me both. <laughs> uh, we're talking about what those Padres fans may be slanting that vote on my poll right now about what they want to see in a live game. And, uh, yeah, Cranky Ed, I think, sums it up. He's been on fire on Twitter today. He's cranky. Uh, it says, depends on who's doing it. If it's the Padres, he'd want to see the perfect game most. Another team, sure. 20Ks. So, oh, yeah, okay. I think so. Um, all right, yesterday, Noah Syndergaard, I wanted to ask you this, Bob. This is the would you rather. Uh, so <laughs> he hit two home runs yesterday for the like Mets. Pitcher. Yes, would, would you rather, Bob? Yeah, Syndergaard <laughs> had as many home runs yesterday as you had hits, period, in your big league career. I looked this up today. So, Bob, would you rather, as a pitcher, I know you, lo you guys <laughs> wow. love to hit. Wow, he's a guest on your show. Yeah, i got to be careful. <laughs> Get him back in the wow. future. Hey, Annie, would, can, would you, you rather have a knife <laughs> out of my back <laughs> yeah. right now, please? Bob, would you yeah. rather hit a two-home run game or strike out 20 batters? For me personally? Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple strikeout, options. Strikeout, 20 batters. Okay. Yeah. Course, Would you rather have yeah. a two home run game or throw the perf a perfect game? No strikeouts. Perfect game, right? Yeah. I'm trying to see where your breaking point is. <laughs> well, How about a two home run game or a complete game shutout? A complete game shutout. Okay. Look, it's not about the personal accolades or accomplishments. It's about helping the team win. Oh! Right. We're going to go Let's off go. the air, and Bob's going to say, I wish I have a two-home run game. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, tomorrow at 4 o'clock, it's Randy Jones and new daddy Mike Grace. We're going to talk Aww. to him about that a whole segment on diapers, maybe. Awesome. We'll see about that. <laughs> Annie, thank you. Bob, thank you. Blooper, work on Beyonce. She'll be showing up any second now, right? I don't think you're ready no. for no. <laughs> Thanks for watching Padre Social Hour. See ya. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.